0: All right. So we're talking about season five, episode 24. Uh, the next phase is what we're going to be talking about next. Uh, and it, uh, starts with the enterprise and mid, we're in, like this one, we're mid action. I forgot. I read, uh, I forgot what that's called. It's not me some pause or mise en scene. Uh, but there's a word for it when you open in the middle of the action. And they're on their way to try to help a Romulan vessel. Riker's even in action. Uh, so Picard, Picard and Data are working on it. Uh, then Riker, I think Riker's down. Yeah, Riker, like they're walking. As soon as he comes on screen, they're moving. He's with, uh, Jordy and Worf and Roe, Ensign Roe. I don't know if we've seen Ensign he yet. Uh, I, I did see the episode Ensign Roe, but we haven't covered it on this uh, thing. Uh, but Ensign Roe's a little re- bit rebellious. Uh, she's wanting to bring a, a phaser with her. But R- Riker's like, no, 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 we're, the, we're on a rescue mission. And let's see, let me give you the, there's not a commander's captain's log. We know there's a Romulan ship, it's in, having an overload. And they're in trouble. Then Riker, they transfer it over. Then they transfer over. We see their ships, in, like uh, it's had it's had a little uh, accident. Boo! Someone spilled something, and they also like when you know when you over like overboil something or something like it like that. And uh, the the uh, let's see, uh, they they phase in or they transport in Riker, Worf, uh, Row, and Geordi. Uh, Lef- sorry, Commander La Forge. And we see, oh, we see people coughing a little bit. Uh, they say, "What well, did you burn the toast?" Uh, and there's the extinguishers. They say, well, "If you burn the toast, we got to like uh, uh, Riker." Let's see, what does Riker say? He say, "Hey, we're from Enterprise. We got your call." And one of the uh, Romulans says, "The Enterprise." I say, "Oh boy." You guys, are, he doesn't say you guys are legends, but he says t, 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 by that swagger, his eyes said this. By that swagger, I can see you. Maybe, maybe you're uh, that Ra- Riker dude. Uh, no, he said it like Enterprise. I said I put WTF, or is it a <laughs> I, like? Sometimes people get irritated with my notes, but this is the truth. It looks like I wrote S U S P I C A C E. So, super, super, super case. WTF, like, why do you say, uh, the enterprise? Uh, or is it a suspicious or something? Maybe that's what I said. Uh, Jordy and Rowe, they go right to work on engine. They don't ask anybody where anything is or anything. And it's underneath like a console. Weird spot for like a critical engine part. It's like almost like a. You know, like, it's it's just weird. It's, like, built into the base of some console. But they start working on it instantly, as soon as they get in. And then then they say, where are your replicators at? Which brings up a great Star Trek question I don't have an answer to, but I'm sure there is one about the rules of the world. Is what can and can't you replicate? Like, because, obviously, I guess they can't replicate the engine. But at first, I thought they were going to do that. Also, this one has been answered because uh, you can't replicate love, I guess apparently, I asked that on a seeker forum, and I got to answer instantly that you can't replicate love <laughs> so but I'm not sure about engines uh so that's interesting. Riker's a little bit testy, or is he just loud and authoritative? I don't know, but he's given out orders uh. He's like, where are the replicators? Who's in charge? Here? They say they're offline. And then they say, who's in charge? They say, well, the science officer now, the captain's out. He was, uh, he he went out for breakfast because his toast was burnt. A big farm breakfast, as you humans say. And then Riker says, well, geez, we got it. I think they were going to, they said, Riker says we are going to move the generator back to replicate it. So Jordy and Roe, uh, Maybe, oh, that must be the backup generator. So Jordy and Roe do that. They call, uh, Bro- Brosamer or something, uh, a new a chief I'm unfamiliar with. And then they go, they they're, they're gonna head back, uh, to people and a piece of equipment, Jordy says. Uh, but it's a no-go. The, the transfer, the, uh, energizing in the, uh, why can't I think of these things? Like, this is real, this is like, uh, whatever the, tra- the transporting does not work. They don't transport in and they don't, they they transport out, but they don't go in. And last time we saw this happen it was with that ambassador and that was like inside job. But this one, at least they say, uh, Riker says that she, they say, uh, they, they didn't get to, first, they say, okay, we can't get them to the Enterprise, so let's just send them back. And then Riker's like, where are they? And the chief says, well, I don't got them. Riker says, where are they? And she goes, I can't find them. And then she does a little bit more, and she says, we've lost them. And I think that was the open... Uh, yeah, because then it opens on the bridge with a close-up of Captain Picard's hands behind his back, tapping, like, nervously, but he's looking for answers. Fixie John looks to Troy. I don't know what that means. uh, Fixie John, you know, he puts his knee up, he's standing behind Data, he says, Data, can you run, uh, uh, like, uh, to, to figure it out, and, uh, Uh, do a diagnostic and he goes, uh, he goes, no, find them. He goes, no, I can't find them. He goes, Counselor Troy. she goes, no. She just shakes her head. He calls Riker and Riker's like, Captain, you know, I realize there's a lot going on, but we've got, we need some, uh, we need a graviton generator. I need crew over here. And Picard says, you know, data, like, try try, try to figure it out another time, but like, uh, get over there for now because uh, we need some engineers on that ship. And then he says, uh, uh, Mr. McNowell, uh, uh, get, get call the shuttle bay and have all ships and pilots uh, standing by. That really caught my attention. I said, holy uh, fan fiction. I'm not really familiar with the life of a, like a shuttle. I guess that could be a sleep with me uh, fan fiction. Uh, the life of a shuttle pilot. Let's see. So Riker business at hand. Yeah, they said, wow, that is some fan fine fi- fine fiction. Uh, Riker and the science officer are on the uh, Romulan ship trying to fix things. And then Worf's like, dude, we're sealed off in here. We like, uh, we can't get to the rest of the ship. There's like uh, like 76 Romulans around. And they're like, we got some meekles or something. Like, And they say, well, how are we going to stop this overload? And they like, we don't know. We can't get to the main, mainframe. And Riker's like, we got to ditch the engine core, is what we've got to do. He goes, Do you have an auto eject system? Yeah. They said, Yeah, but it's not auto and it's not ejecting right now. We got to do it manually. So he says, Worf, uh, you two, he uh, goes, get, Help him get on it because uh, we got to seal the ejection chamber or whatever. And they're like, We got one minute. Uh, and Worf and this dude, uh, or Romulan or whatever, they have to like clean up a bunch of broken stuff, uh, uh, so they can do this manual thing very much like this is a, uh, oh, there's a good scene coming up in a second, but very much like, uh, turning the keys at the same time. They both have to pull these levers at the same time. So they have to time that. It, this is worth it. So if you're listening and you have a pen, seven minutes and 18 seconds, warf uh, does a dramatic and intense uh, hair throw, like he shakes his mane. I'm about to watch it. I'm at 7.01 right now, and there's a lot of activity on the ship. It's on mute uh, as I watch it here, but uh, right now Riker's talking to one of the, uh, I don't know if Romulans are male and female, but uh, another Romulan officer. And here we go. R- Wharf's about to pull, pull his end. It's a little bit after 7.18, I think. There was a 720-something. He, like, turns his head dramatically, and it, it, it fly, his hair flies. Great great scene. Worth it. Worth it. Uh, you know, you can watch this on Netflix or Amazon Prime. And then Worf and the science officer try to open this door. And again, I don't know if Riker was in the writer's room or what, but, uh, like, Worf and this dude are trying to move this pylon, and then... Uh, uh, they're like, hurry up, you know, uh, uh, oh, also Worf was really fast at doing his part of the job at the Romulan was slow, but they can't get this door, uh, this pylon out of the way. And then Riker comes over and goes, oh, dude, I could. I, I realize you're from the warrior, you know, whatever Worf is, but he says, I'll get it. And Riker like pulls this giant pylon, you know, with their help, uh. But then they try to close these doors and they can't do it right when data shows up with his super strength, uh right in time, and he like you can hear him bending the metal or you know, making the engines go in reverse as he slides these in like these doors close and then the engine gets ejected and it makes some fireworks, uh and the Romulans and the humans look at each other and they say, Whew and Riker goes, Well, we're still here and the Romulan goes, Yep. Then Riker calls to report to Picard. Uh, then Picard's like, I got to head to sick bay at 9.05, 9 minutes, 5 seconds about. Uh, this confused me the first watch through, so this is spoiler alert. But uh, like Roe is lying on the ground and Picard walks right by her legs. Also, she's wearing like a super sweet headband, really looks good and functional. In more than one way. But she's sleeping on the floor. She kind of wakes up. She's a little bit out of it. Her communicator doesn't work. so And she sounds gruff. Because she just woke up. And she goes down to sickbay too. Where the door won't open. So then she has to sneak in when someone leaves. And she's kind of walking around. And no one notices her. Like uh, this is twi- very twilight zone. Like she's like uh, looking at people. Like, like almost like she's not there or they're ignoring her on purpose, which I think is like, would have been her first instinct is like somehow she's getting shunned or something. And then she's like, no one, is anybody going to help me here? And no one does. Uh, and she tries talking all the, 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 like, I don't know. Are these, uh, I don't know what the term is for med techs. I don't know what their term is. Uh. Uh, and actually, she's bugging them. They're, like, right in the middle of, like, working on somebody. So I said, what the heck, Ensign Rowe? No wonder they're ignoring you. Haven't you watched any ER before? Uh, but then we have Picard and Crusher talking, and Picard is like, this was a little bit, bit like, the tone was slightly off here. Because Picard's like, well, Geordi uh, and Rowe are gone. It's sad, but let's just close that case and move on to the next, the next task in hand. And Crusher's like, John Luke, like, no, 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 we haven't looked at, we haven't double-checked everything. And he says, actually, we have, it was quick, they're they're, uh, totally gone, Uh, they didn't rematerialize, it's too bad. And maybe this is just his way of dealing with his grief, and Crusher says, let's just double-check. He goes, no, Beverly, write it up, uh, just like on TV shows, Uh, write up that certificate. And she goes, well, what about Ensign Rowe? Who's her first contact? Uh, And Rowe's there watching this. And Picard just seems resigned the whole time. Uh, And Rowe's trying to get his attention. And she goes, I'm right here, I'm right here, I'm right here. She says about 50 times. Uh, And then Picard just walks right through her like she's uh, phased out the next phase or or like a Casper-like person. And there's a few seconds of like kind of her reaction when that happens and she looks left, she looks right, she looks left. Uh, then we go to a commercial and Dr. Crusher is using like, uh, she's working on a pad, like a tablet and her desktop. Uh, but their desktops are like one handed. Uh, I've noticed, uh, but Rose trying to get uh, Dr. Crusher's attention because she's writing up, uh, uh, the paperwork on, uh, Roe, Dr. Crusher is. And she goes to like, she gets so irritated, Dr. Crusher won't, uh, she goes to like, uh, uh, put her hand down hard on, uh, Dr. Crusher's computer, but she phases right through it. And then she kind of examines her hand. She tests that she's like, uh, I don't know what the word is, ethereal? Uh, she's not solid, I would say. And let's see, uh, then she looks and sees what Tactor Crusher's typing up, uh, and then other ship, oh, then we're on another other ship and they say, Riker goes, or the dude, uh, Silent Science dude says, we're ready, Commander. And then they get, uh, 400 ki- kilos or something, colems of uh, power from the Enterprise via beam. And all the lights come on, everybody's, uh, smiling. But there's a long uh, stare by, at Riker by the science officer for some who looks shady. Then Picard and Data are uh, on the bridge talking. And uh, they say, well, geez, we're working on this engine replacement. Don't worry. We're talking with Riker. Don't worry. We will get that under, you know, it'll, it'll get them moving. And Data says, hey, uh, anomaly something. I, I don't know what that says. Data. Oh, anomalous energy fluctuation, uh, that's what did it, and then Captain Data says, Captain, I have a personal favor to ask you, you know, Jordy was my best friend, I would like to do this memorial, can I do so, and Picard says, permission granted, make whatever arrangements seem appropriate, and Picard has kind of a serious face, of course, uh, he goes, you know, do it. Then we're back on the other ship. We've got a stern, what does that say, stern look on ship. Uh, but there's some collaboration. Everybody's tapping, typing. One of the uh, Romulans very quickly. But Worf looks around, and there's something he doesn't like. And he says, uh, Commander, Romulans want a computer. He goes, we can't give them Federation technology. Unaccess- uh, unacceptable security risk. And Riker goes, what about those ones with uh, Windows XP on them or uh, Snow Leopard? And he goes, you know, 30 or 40 years, like, uh, even worse than that. It'd be like, uh, I don't even know. But uh, they say, what about a 30 or 40-year-old computer? And Worf goes, that's satisfactory. He goes, okay, thanks for bringing it up. I just like that scene. Maybe just because I like Worf so much, but it was... uh, just stuck out to me a little bit out of the flow, too. Oh, he also lowered his voice. He goes, Commander, the Romulans want a computer. Uh, then we have Geordi in engineering. No one can see him. So Ro rolls up. She goes, dude, uh, he goes, "She goes, yeah, I'm glad to see you. He goes, I'm not here. She goes, yep, uh, Geordi goes, I can't figure it out. We are transporting and now we just float around through stuff, uh, but they can touch hands and they do the very typical hand to hand, uh, through the window thing. But this time it's hand to hand, like on the scene. And I go and Jordy goes, well, we're solid to each other. And Roy goes, it's nothing like I imagined. And Jordy goes, what do you mean? She goes, dude, we transported out. We never, tra- we transported to the big farm. And Jordy goes, no you kidding me? She goes, no, no, we got lost in transporter malfunction. And Jordy goes, so we're floating around here? And she goes, yeah, it's like a reverse, uh, what's-his-name's kind of movie. And Jordy goes, uh, oh, the one, yeah, with Bruce Willis? She goes, yeah. And she goes, but I don't believe in that. We believed in Borja, Borjas or something. But she goes, whatever you want to use, uh... And Jordy goes, I got clothes on. In my, in my dreams, I was nude, I guess is what Jordy's saying. Cause he goes, I mean, he goes, I, you know, I would have had sight and not had clothes on if I was, uh, in the big farm. And Rogue goes, well, I don't know, Jordy. I've never, I've never been. She goes, I've never been. It was a great line. The real line is really good. But she goes, uh, never been to the big farm in the sky before. And Geordie goes, well, we're not. And she goes, well, Dr. Crusher signed off on it, uh, so we are. And he goes, "Uh, I'm not ready for that. So so what is that, refusal or whatever? And Ro goes, well, you know, she goes, that's one of the stages of becoming a Boros is a refusal. And Geordie goes, well, you can, you know, do some whatever breathing. I'm going to get it to the transporter and figure out what's going on. Uh, let's see, solid hand to hand, you know, touching. Jordy's basically like, H- hell no. Uh, uh, 1430. What is that? Uh, but we were toast. I don't know what that means. Uh, uh, so then, yeah, they said to go, there's an ad break after Jordy says, Well, I'm going to figure this out. Then Data and Brossmer talk, and the chief, uh, and Jordy's just kind of sitting on the edge of the transporter listening in. is, is kind of leaning his, uh, head uh, against his hand. And Data's on the case, uh, says something with the Romulan ship, uh, and she goes, but that was before we got here. Cause he yeah, there's something, Chronotrons in the air. And Jordy goes, what do you saying? I don't know what they're called, but, uh, you have know, the transporter being beam beamed them aboard the ship. I think they got caught was, uh, some kind of chronoton emissions. uh, not dangerous to humans, but clearly, uh, not great for transporters. And then Jordy tries to call Roe, but obviously he can't, uh, no dice. Roe's riding the lift, uh, and she says, thanks for the ride. Uh, this, well, we'll talk about it later. And she goes and stands on the bridge, uh, and she says, I'm here to say goodbye. She says to everybody, she touches her chair. She touches her workstation, which didn't make sense because, I mean, a Hapian, uh, whatever continuity, but her hands did not face through those. As a matter of fact, it a WTF solid, exclamation point, question, exclamation point. Uh, then Riker and Picard come on. They're talking. Rose starts listening in. They go in the ready room they're trying to figure out what the Romulans are doing out there. And, you know, the they're, they're, Riker and Picard are like, they're up to something. And then Riker, Picard goes, by the way, you know, we're working on a memorial service. Riker goes, I'll be there. Riker goes, me too. And then Riker goes, I got a few words to say. And Picard goes, oh, that Geordi LaForge, I have known, you knew him a long time. He goes, no, Ensign Roe is going to talk about her. And she goes, "Rose, like, what, uh, Greg goes, fine, tell Data. He goes, Mr. Data, but instead of Commander, Lieutenant Data. Maybe he switches back and forth, I guess. And ro goes, what are you going to say about me? There's like a little moment, you know, she's like, uh, what's up with Riker? A little mystery. Never gets resolved in this episode. I don't know on the series it gets resolved. I guess that's a spoiler, but, uh, and then, uh, she she's alone with the captain she says she's captain uh you know and still like uh you're so impressive uh but i wanted to say thanks for trusting me when no one else would and jordy breaks up to that moment he goes you gotta listen data's taking a shuttle romulan he goes we gotta go and she goes why and he goes i think i'm on the case uh and she goes, the denial case uh and he goes listen uh Why don't we just try to do this? Even if you're right, it doesn't make a difference. And she goes, hmm, okay. Oh, Ro laughs. She had a nice laugh at first when she was going to tell the captain. She's like, you're so intimidating, even when I'm not here. Uh, Then they're on the shuttle, and there's a short scene with, uh, oh, there's a shot of, like, uh, a date and Worf talking. But we pull back. We see Jordy and Ro listening in. And actually, even Data had a robotic, or Worf has a robotic thing, uh, cause Data's like, I'm working on a service. And Worf says, what kind of service? And he goes, a memorial service. Uh, and then Worf says, okay, there's a weird, uh, like, uh, mate, like he goes, Shuttlecraft 4 hasn't cleared the Romulan ship. Uh, you think this was to give him time to talk? And Data goes, well, I don't know what service. And Worf goes, you know, these humans, they're lame and they have these, like, solemn services, uh, uh, it's so dull, and he goes, I guess that's what you'd probably do. Uh, he goes, but he, and then uh, Ensign Roe goes, Well, Roe's not human, she's Bajoran, uh, and I'd like to respect her beliefs, uh, but it's very complicated. The Bajoran and, and Roe goes, Please don't do the chanting, and Worf goes, Uh. Yeah, Bajoran uh, farm chant is two hours long. And Data goes, well, I don't know if, you know, human or Bajoran rights are fitting. And I checked 5,000 other cultures. It didn't seem right. Uh, and then Wolf goes, Shuttlecraft 4 uh, is cleared. Let's get moving." And Data says, and Data goes, well, we have to have a farewell ceremony. And never knew what a friend was till I met Geordi. And he treated me as equal, you know. He accepted me for what I am and that I've learned is friendship, but I don't know how to say goodbye to that either. And Worf goes, "Well, her commander, uh, uh, well, first row goes, she sees almost human. And, uh, uh, Worf goes, I'm not the proper person to advise you about this. And he, he says, uh, why the data says, why he goes, well, I'm happy for your little forge, uh, for a Klingon. It's a joy, joyful time. Uh, Passing on duty means you're honored. He goes it's time to celebrate uh and then Data goes, okay, let's dock uh, and then uh Jordy says Data, you go I think you're jumping the gun anyway. We're we're coming back, buddy. Uh also Data when Wharf said you know, I don't know if it's time for celebration, Data like uh blinks like almost stunned. It was the first time I noticed that, uh like a very very human reaction and thinking about uh the episode of wall uh I don't know just stuck out to me uh, the data was stunned and blinking uh and then at twenty four eighteen there's like a mystery dude in the captain's chair just kind of sitting there staring which you know these are the kind of things when you watch an episode a bunch of times you catch uh but then right after that's hilarious data or Geordi uh, sticks his head in uh, into like a computer console, like phases right into it and looks around. and then we see the captain's chair, a silent person again, a silent uh, Romulan. That's who was Jean Lecar Jean Lecar novel. It was a silent Romulan. It was uh, like uh, it was uh, like a bigger universe uh, Star Wars, Star Trek bigger universe one. Uh, let's see, interviewing. Oh, Data's interviewing people while they, uh, uh, Jordy peeks his head in the thing. Uh, and they say, "Just what do you, what's this interview about? They say, J- J- Data's like a safety check. Uh, and they said, he said, well, what went wrong? And they said, well, like, uh, even our cloaking device got busted. Data goes, Oh, that's what the chroniton fields are, they're everywhere. And we got to get rid of those emissions uh, because we don't know what will happen with the new engine core. And then Geordi goes to row. There's some kind of uh, phase inverter in here. Changes the structure of matter uh, and then says, oh, wait a second. Uh, we heard the Klingons were working on a phase inverter cloaking device years ago. Maybe, uh, you know, then a ship could like hide inside a planet, you know, because it's a phased matter. And, you know, no one could mess with it. And uh, uh, Ro goes, well, how far did they get? And they said, not very far, but maybe the Romulans are working on it now. And Ro goes, and that would explain the chroniton fields. And then Geordi says, and us too. Rogo goes, you mean we're cloaked? She goes, no, full of phased and cloaked, to Geordi says. Uh, we don't have any substance. That's funny. And Ro goes, well, that would mean we're not... uh like, uh, pa- pass to the farm, and we go, yeah, no, it would mean that. Then, uh, Data gets called, uh, well, Jordy Ge- goes, then there's a way out. If there, if we're phased, we can unphase. uh, and then Data's working about the emissions, and the Romulans are like, don't worry. And then Worf's like, can I talk to you? And then, uh, we see the captain again, uh, or maybe not yet, but, um, then the uh, like Romulans are conspiring against Enterprise. They're like, let's load up their power beam with a bunch of junk. It'll mess up their ship, uh, and they won't even know it. Uh, send them all to the big farm. And Geordi and Ro are in the background, listening over their shoulders. And Geordi's like, we got to get to the Enterprise. Then everyone breaks up, and then the camera goes on to the dude in the captain's chair. He's got some serious eyebrow peeking going. And he's looking at the awful. His eyes are moving, and they follows a uh, uh, Jordan row, and they face phase, he phases the Sira console double exclamation point head break. So that was a pretty pretty big reveal. And there we see the like uh, exterior of the two ships with the energy beam that looks cool. Then we see the Romulan dude, the captain, I assume, coming out of the shuttle bay. Uh, Jordy and Roe are looking at uh, re- ro- re- read. Oh, we're looking at readouts. Uh, well, data uh, like uh, in Bossmer, Bossmer, whatever. Talk about chronoton uh, chroniton fields, uh, Real boring, uh, but it reveals that uh, as Jordy and Roe watch, it's like, oh wait, we're leaving chronoton footprints everywhere. Uh, so everyone's trying to figure it out at the same time in different ways or in parallel. So it wasn't really boring. I don't know why I said that. Uh, and they said, Jesus, could we, like, narrow things down to track this? Uh, and Bossmer says, I'll, I'll look into it. Uh, and we see the Romulan. Everybody splits up. but we see the Romulan on the Enterprise looking around. Uh, then Jordan data, they go through the chronicles. They kind of reestablish uh, the exposition again so everybody understands uh and they're trying to figure it out with talking. Uh, so they re go through the chronoton fields and the phasing, and like trying to find how we're going to re them. Because uh, Jordy talks about the chronoton fields and the wall. Then uh, you're trying to get Jada's attention by phasing everything, phasing through everything. Uh, then we see we switch back to the, the Romulan commander. And Roe, and he surprises Roe, He says, "Yeah, don't move. I can see you." He's got his phaser. And she goes, "What? What the heck is she?" Goes, "Who are you?" He goes, uh, "He goes. Where's the the scientific officer with uh, those with you?" He said he could phase back. He goes, "Yeah, this works." By the way, where where is he? Where is the one like us? Uh, he they call him disruptors though, not phasers. Then we see Jordy messing with Data again. He goes, "Stop being so rational, Data. Use your imagination." And then Data does some kind of like it, whatever they're gonna do to clean up the Chronoton fields, and it, it kind of defazes Jordy, but only a tiny bit. onion fields or something. And then J- R- Jordy's like, "Okay, that's gonna work if you get uh if you up to power." Also, when Data gets done, he wrist flicks closed his like scanner. I thought it was a really cool move. Uh, but Geordi's like, you got to keep going. Then this is around 31 minutes. And we, this is a really good scene, really fun. Ro- Roan the Romulan, she's leading him to find Geordie. And then she's like, this is the most action, like, this is a really action packed, fun 1980s scene, even though I think it took place in the 90s. Because uh, she does some kung fu. And then we have this awesome chase scene, really awesome chase scene. I'm not, like, being facetious, uh, really fun. Because she runs through a wall, and then the, like, Romulan chases her. Uh Then we're back with Data and Geordi, 300%. What does that mean? Oh, because he fires after her with his disruptor, which raises the chroniton field 300%. uh uh, but then it's really like, I don't know if anybody's familiar with the 80s movie. Maybe it was the 90s. I guess it was maybe a 90s movie, The Naked Gun, or movies like that. But this chase scene is like that movie, it just with daytime TV. So, uh, uh, Jordy and Data are trying to follow the chronoton fields. And they run through Roe and uh, uh, they're chasing each other through walls. She, they run into a woman. She was just getting out of the shower, she's in a towel brushing her hair. And I said, that's like, she's in like a iridescent towel. Then there's a dude doing push-ups, uh, close push-ups too. They call them prison cell push-ups. And he's just working out. They run right, they phase right through him as he's doing his workout. And great, he's really good at push-ups. I said, man, that dude is in shape. Uh, doesn't quite do him to full uh, height, but whatever. I can't do him that that many, I don't think. Uh, let's see, Jordy, and uh, they follow thing. Uh, then yeah, D- date and Jordy again. Then there's a romantic candle at dinner, and Roe and the dude, uh, like the few couple are feeding each other, and the guy finally trips up Row, and then they battle, and then the doorbell rings, and Date is like, "Hey, I'm conducting a survey about chroniton fields." Uh, I know you're in the middle of this romantic dinner. Meanwhile, Roe and the um, Romulan. Uh, like in the middle of, uh, you know, Kung Fu action. And then uh, D- D- Geordi looks up. and He's like, whoa. And then he kind of pushes the guy. But the guy phases through the exterior wall. And he's out uh, out in the vacuum. Which kind of, uh, I mean, it brings up some questions. But, but it was also like this homage moment. Like if you see it, it's like an homage to other moments in other movies. Or movies have homaged it. I don't know. Uh, but he goes out to space. He loses his uh, disruptor, and they watch him. They they watch his homage moment. Uh, Thanks uh, any—what does this mean? Thanks any time. Oh, that's what Roe says to Jordy. And then there's an ad. And then we're on the bridge, uh, but they don't know about the booby trap. Uh, the Romulans are set, and the Romulans are like, we're good to go. Thanks so much, Captain Picard. And Kevin McCarty's like, oh, totally our pleasure. Uh, so good to help you. Hopefully this will make our relations better. And this is great, you know, like step forward and human Romulan relations, uh, uh, have a safe trip. Uh, and then Picard says, let's head for Gradius uh, system, Warp 6. And Geordi's uh, like, don't, don't, don't. But, and then Ro's like, don't. But then uh, the chief is like, uh, yeah, we're still doing decon of this Chronoton fields. Uh, Geordi and Ro are so happy they hold hands, uh, uh, kind of like a, a bridge, uh, like, oh, in a victory, they put, yeah, and then they, they, they will have to go somewhere, oh, they say, okay, we got to figure this out now, because now the clock is really ticking, uh, so they say we got to go somewhere where there's, uh, a lot of people, and Big says, well, if we're not going to go to warp, I might as well go, uh, uh, to the service, and Riker goes, Yeah, it's time, buddy. And then they say, Roe and uh, Jordy say, Okay, like, uh, let's send forward. Let's do that. Uh, there's a short choke sh- oh, okay. when Picard's ready to go. He p- pulls his shirt down. Uh, he goes, You have the bridge, McDowell. Uh, oh, yeah. Riker says, It's time, sir. Uh, so they say, Oh, 10 the Jordy says, Perfect. Uh, they get on the left. I put a star here because Jordy and Roe rush on at the last second, which I said, "Why? if you can face her stuff, I don't get it. Uh, but then it's deck 10, and then it's a time for a private conversation. Of course, that's being listened into. And Picard's like, oh, yeah, I remember when I first met uh, young Jordy LaForge. Uh, you know, he said this floor looks like it's a mess or something. You know, he stayed up all night making it more efficient. Uh, and I said, I got to get this guy to work for me. And he goes, You know what you're going to say about Instant Row? And Riker goes, Yeah, it wasn't easy. He doesn't say anything more. Row's like, What? Uh, what wasn't easy? And he goes, Picard goes, Yeah, it's never easy like this, number one. Uh, let's see. Oh, and Row was so serious. No, uh, somebody was so serious. Oh, Riker has a serious face. Yes, it wasn't easy. And then we, hit, we go. They go to day ten or the ten four. There's a Dixieland jazz party going on. Some people are in uniform and some are in casual dress. Uh, Jordy is very happy about this. He is so happy. He goes, "This is uh, great." Uh, he goes, they're, ha- "They're having a party for us." And Ro goes, "Yeah, that's not uh not cool." And Jordy goes, "Let's get started." And Ro starts shooting the disruptor off. Uh, and she starts having fun with the disruptor. It's very comedic. Uh, Thirty-seven forty-eight. Uh, 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 Riker goes. Riker and uh, Picard get there. Riker goes, "Well, this." Or Picard goes, "Well, this is unusual." And Riker's jamming already. His head's popping. He goes, "Yeah, I like it." And then he picks up a trombone and starts jamming with the jazz band. Uh, unbelievable. And Roe uh, goes up to him and she goes, now I'll never know what you're going to say about me. And she fires the disruptor, but it phases through him at Riker. Then uh, Data says uh, uh, to Dr. Crusher, what do you think about this? Is this appropriate? She goes, yeah, everybody's sharing. She goes, this is great. Great job, Data. And then Brossamer calls. She goes, there's, there's tons of chroniton fields up there. Should I wait? And Geordie goes, or I mean, Data goes, no, nah, they're harmless, uh, And she goes, oh, and then, uh, they, like, uh, and, um, Roe try to hold each other and they almost come back, but it's not powerful enough. They go, Worf, Worf, can you hear us? Uh, we're right here. And they say, geez, we got to make it stronger Then the Indicard and, uh, Crusher are talking about something with Roe at Garon 4 that she would have been a lieutenant commander if whatever happened then mcdowell calls in he says we got to get to gradius four you know diplomatic situation and ricard goes uh all right we got to get moving and then Jordy's like the clock is ticking it's about to gong." uh and road goes i could overload the disruptor and Jordy's like do it do it and ricard goes i want to get moving and data goes okay let's uh i think we're clear then the disruptor goes up uh oh wait let's see i missed a couple things uh Oh no, yeah, here we go. Uh, let's see, I'm sorry, I've lost my spot here. Trombone, uh, data asks if it's okay. Uh, tons of chronoton, here we go. And, uh, looks like an ice bath, uh, is like w- when they flood the, when they do the chronotons, uh, I guess it looks like those two are an ice bath, uh, and, uh, is this, I guess, no, this is the first time. And then the, cause Worf's at the food, he's at the fruit plate. He's eating fruit at the fruit plate, drinking prune juice. Sorry. I jumped out of, out of phase there. And then, um, then they flood the thing after the disruptor blows Ro, Ro and Jordy hug and they're standing in front of captain, Captain Picard and data holding one another. They kind of appear in and out, uh, and Data says, geez, did you see that? Uh, or maybe Picard says, and Data says, yes, sir. And then, uh, like, they so they kind of phase in, they phase back out. And then Geordi's like, come on, Data, put it together. And Picard goes, those weren't uh, people from the big farm. What was that? Uh, Data goes, I think I figured it out. And Geordi goes, please. Uh, he goes, the chroniton fields, he goes, they're cloaked. Uh, Picard goes, so they're okay? He goes, yeah, they're here. They're just cloaked. And. Uh, We'll just do a super onion sweep, uh, and they do that. And then Roe and Jordy they fall, fall the floor, but they get back and then the party stops, uh, and Jordy goes, data, do you see us? He goes, of course uh, I do. And then goes, calls engineering right away. He goes, turn off the warp engines. There's a muon wave, you know, the in dilithium chambers, total fix. And there's a big hug, uh, there's a great, there's a shot of a Wharf reaction and a Riker reaction, Riker's reaction shots while he's on the trombone. Uh, that's all in this scene. Big hug. Everybody's so happy. Data and Geordi have a moment where, uh, Geordi uh, puts his hand on Data's shoulder and he goes, it looks like a good, great party. And Data goes, Geordi, it is good to see you. And he goes, thanks, Data. He goes, this was a great, great one. You did a great job, uh sending me off uh so everything's a-okay then we then we're at 10 post-party at moment in the 10 forward it right reminded me my parents didn't have a ton of parties when i was little but i remember the few times they did we would be we weren't allowed to go like i think it was just my mom's brothers and sisters and stuff uh uh, I My mean, parents would have been in their tw- late 20s or something, I think. Uh, so probably pretty good parties, but we would be forced to go to bed and stay in our rooms and not leave our rooms. Sometimes we'd sneak in, and maybe if we did, but it was so boring uh, watching adults drink and talk anyway. It was still boring, except for, you know, obviously the one part that wasn't boring, you know, undid it for me. But, uh, but the coolest part was the next day, much like the scene with Roe, in Jordy, where the leftovers from the party, we could go upstairs and watch Saturday cartoons. And anything left from the party, like Melba toast or something strange, like that, we that would be the only time in our lives till we were adults, or you know, you had that snack mix. Once that was big, like uh, that, you'd have something like that. So that's something I remember that that scene reminded me of. Uh, so they're alone. It's a post-party and jordy's eating rolls and rose like you won't stop eating because we haven't eaten in two days uh and he goes what's wrong and she she goes nothing and jordy goes come on and she goes well i had these pejoram beliefs uh you know kind of practice it but not totally it didn't believe in the life after life thing but then i found myself in a situation where i was confronted with these beliefs uh and it made me like feel like a, a fool or arrogant uh, for discounting everything I've been taught. Uh, now I don't know what to believe. I felt like this was kind of a cheap shot by Geordi and passive aggressive, but really you had to lighten, lighten the mood to end it. Uh, and you know I think Star Trek is great at raising questions, which is much, much better than answering them anyway. And I guess you wouldn't respond to something like a metaphysical question for Roe, but I just didn't like, Jordy goes, well, he goes, maybe we should develop our own interface device. If it can teach Roe, Laren, humility, it can do anything. But I guess, like, humility is an important thing to have, uh, but I, I don't know, I, 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 I didn't appreciate it for some reason, so... Oh, also, Roe has, when she's trying to make her point, she takes a breadstick. They had breadsticks. That's another thing that you'd find after an adult party in the 1980s or whatever, uh, that you could eat while having, car- watching cartoons, uh, which she takes a breadstick and kind of holds it while she's making a point. She doesn't use it as a pointer or anything. It's just holding it close to the table. So great, great, great episode. I really, um, uh. I don't know. I watched this one. I think, uh, my schedule was weird the past two weeks. So I may watch this one one or two more times than normal. Uh, just cause of my obsession and stuff. But, uh, yeah, great. Good, 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 good episode. Really good one. And so I think that's it. Uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, the next phase. Good night.